This is the Going the Distance Podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, when I'm driving a fucking Porsche and living on a yacht, you're gonna be like, oh, I wish I got him in the top guy. You had two picks on two defensive possessions in a row, and you don't win the field position battle? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a fun show. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. <laughs> Alrighty, Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome in and welcome back to the first episode of the Going the Distance podcast in 2022. It feels weird to say that. It does not feel like it is already 2022, but it is. It is. We're currently live January 4th on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all that jazz. I am my Ryan. Little tongue twister, sorry. My name is Ryan Bennell. Alongside me is Elijah Spann. Before we get into this episode, be sure to follow us over on social media at GTD underscore sports. Other than TikTok, we are at GTDsports.com. Check us out on our personal accounts. You can see on the screen, I am at RyanBanel8. Elijah is at ElijahSpan19. And last but not least, be sure to check out on our website our whole network of other podcasts on GTDsports.com. But today we got a good show. I'm, I'm excited to talk about a lot of this stuff. The Antonio Brown we got the Washington football team, new name announcement coming. Kirk Herbstreet is trending for all the wrong reasons. College football playoffs, NFL playoffs are coming up. It's a it's a good time to be a sports fan and a good time to be a podcast host. So I'm excited to get into it. But first off, let's start with our highlight and low light of the weekend. Elijah, what do you got? All right, so I got this new uh, poster. What does that uh, say? Anything this, helps? Anything helps. I bought it off of a bum in Austin. Interesting. Yeah, he just had this sign up for it called Anything Helps. And he had like some other other artwork. And I was like, hey, I'll give you $13 for this sign that you have. He was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, no, I want that. I want the Anything Helps. He also had another. So before anything was like, you took his help wanted sign or whatever, like give me money sign. No, he had an extra one. But <laughs> I was about to say that'd be kind of fucked up. That's just the only one. But no, that's be, actually pretty cool. No, nah, so I was like, that's pretty dope. I'm moving to an apartment in two weeks. I want that. And I was like, I here's the cash I have my wallet. I have thirteen dollars. He's like, I'll take it. Fuck yeah, that's a lot of money. It means a lot. And I was like, well, this is cool. So Amen, brother. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and then low light was just now my uh, air fryer doesn't work and it took me fucking forever to cook. And then it cut my hand. Wait, how do you cut your hair? Oh, I guess you're using the air fryer. Yeah, okay. I was about. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then also left my door open. My house is really tiny. Um, and I left my bedroom. My kitchen is like connected to my bedroom in a way. It's like right next to each other. Mm -hmm. And I realized the whole time I was cooking, I left my door open, so my sheets are gonna smell like uh, uh, cooking food or like food being cooked. So, I just finally. Went to the grocery store for like the first time in forever. I'm so bad about that. But because oh, I'm also I'm terrible about buying groceries, dude. Like I get shit and I'm so excited. I'm like, oh yeah, I have so many options. So run through it. I either run through it or like I'll forget about shit. And then I'll be like, yeah, oh, I'm gonna bad. go. Yeah, I'm gonna go make some tacos tonight. And then my meat is brown. And I'm like, oh, all right, sick, great. Yep. So or purple or whatever, you know, whatever it's really gross. Yeah. I bought like eggnog or something during the holidays. I was like, oh, yeah, I still have eggnog, and I checked, and it was, like, super expired. I was like, ah. You're an eggnog guy? I do. like. I like eggnog. I don't know. Especially I've never really gotten into it. A little bit of alcoholic eggnog. It's good. Yeah, that would make it a little bit better. But I, I've tried it, but just not – I don't know. It's bearable, but I wouldn't drink it by choice necessarily. Oh. I like it. 
All right, my highlight, though, should be pretty obvious. I mean, this weekend was monumental for my sports fandom. Right. Can I get a who day, baby? The Bengals are in the playoffs. They are the AFC North champions. I cannot believe that it actually happened. I've had my hopes. It's been an up and down year, uh, belief wise, but fucking did it, man. I was I was alone in my house. I've been alone watching, and so I was watching the game, and I didn't know how to react. Bro, I was really just jumping in place, like yes, yes, yes. We did it! Like, oh, I can't believe it. We really, I'm so happy. But we're not yeah. done. We still have to win one. That's that's all I need is just to win one. Which yeah, I this comes. To- this that was, that Bengals win was in perfect timing because I was just like hyping them up. Like, and it's one thing for you to hype them up, you're a fan, but like, yeah, for me to do it, I'm like, you know, they, these guys might be for real, and then they showed out, and I was like, oh, thank you for having my back there. Dude, and hearing um, you say I'm that makes me kind of like be like, oh, really? No, like, dude, Joe Burrow is fucking – he's the real deal, man. He's dude, the real deal. He has like 980 yards, eight touchdowns, zero turnovers, and 145.6 QBR in the last two games. Yeah. He's That's nuts, nuts dude. That's, he's he's nuts. putting up like 25% of a season worth of yards in two And he's, he's just like – he's mama mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's really – like a big part of it, he definitely is. He has no. made a lot of a lot more mistakes this year than he should have. Like he has 14 interceptions, which is a decent amount, but he is made up Especially for it. Now. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, and you still, if you ask me, like, who would I think like the more talented quarterback was from just like a raw talent perspective? I still go with Herbert, but like Herbert doesn't have the kind of mentality that her that Burrow has. And I don't know, dude. I still think Burrow is like ultra talented. And I I feel like he, I, might, he is, but he might be, and I could be wrong. But just watching the way him play, he does still show a little bit of nervousness and like timidness whenever he goes on the run or scrambles because of his knee, probably still. So I wonder if that's going to change, or if that's kind of just going to be a part of him after such like a big injury, you know. Because in LSU, he wasn't really scared to get rocked. But, I mean, I know the NFL is a different beast. But, like. Yeah. I Who knows how he'll develop, honestly. Because yeah. he already feels, like, pretty developed. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking, I mean, but, shit, 900 yards, two games, yeah. baby. That's developed to me. But, yeah, but we're we're only in year two. and so Yeah, there's is, still a long way to go. But there's a long way to go. But, barring catastrophe, this is only going to get better. Yeah, I mean, same for Herbert. Like, I don't, right. I don't knock Herbert in any way. I think he's great. I just, I would go with Burrow. But yeah, anyway, last two weeks have definitely helped Burrow out in the Burrow versus Herbert situation. Because if two weeks ago, before this Ravens game, like it was all about Herbie. Herbert. Yeah, and now it's like I, I, I don't know what people are going to say anymore, and where, where the argument is with that. I mean, statistically, like, Herbert still has a, a little bit more passing yards and, like, two more passing touchdowns, but they're, like, neck and neck. I mean, they're, like, almost identical on paper. Mm-hmm. But anyway, on the low light, I uh, I m- meant to mention this in last week's, but I can go ahead and talk about it now because it's still true. I shattered my phone in a drunken <laughs> state of mind. And I was in Cabo when this happened, and I was in the bathroom, and it was, like, on some dumb shit, like – I was, oh, I know what, I was literally peeing, right? And I get a text and I feel the vibration. So I go to pull it out of my pocket and slips and then I try and catch it. But I end up like slapping that bitch against the toilet 
and it just like I don't know if it'll be able to pick it up, but like you see, oh damn, that's a shatter. Yeah, the front camera, my face ID doesn't even work. So I'm supposed to go get a free upgrade though, like at any time. I've just kind of been lazy, but yeah. So nothing too bad though. I mean, that it is what it is. Phone that happens. I was bound to get a new one eventually. I'm excited for the 13 though, bro. My TikToks gonna be beautiful quality. There you go. <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, low lights, though, we're we're not the only ones that had a rough weekend. Antonio Brown. <sighs> I don't even know what to what to say. How to get into this? If you didn't see over the weekend, Antonio Brown, it's been all over the place. He blew you up. Saw it. <laughs> yeah, you saw it. Like I don't know what how to, the best way to describe it, but I mean, he blew up. He had a mental breakdown. You could even say he was on the field left got an argument with mike evans mike evans seemed like he was trying to calm him down like be like no come on come on he just pushed off of him took off his pads threw that shit into the crowd took off his shirt took off his gloves threw it into the crowd and then just ran off into the sunset and was jumping up and down in the end zone cheering on the opposing fan base i don't even know what to think it, it was just a lot what are what are your thoughts I don't know. It's crazy because I was just on the couch, you know, watching Red Zone, just enjoying my Sunday. And then it was like, oh, yeah, Antonio Brown goes to the locker room. <laughs> and for a second, I was like, oh, damn, like, Bucks got another injury. Like, damn, like, they can't catch a break. Um, and then it was like, no, he's fine. He's just throwing a temper tantrum. He's being AB, basically. Yeah, um, like another, and, you know, classic AB moment. Right. And... <laughs> Just like, I, I, it's just crazy. He just took off his pads. He's like, I'm out. I'm fucking out. Like, I'm done with you guys. And then apparently, I've heard conflicting reports. Uh, I don't know if he was just mad because they were losing to the Jets or what. But like, apparently, um, Bruce Arians was like, hey, get in. And he was like, no. And then he told him to get in a second time. He still said no. And then Bruce Arians was like, get the fuck out. And then that's when he got mad. And then Mike Evans tried to calm him down. That's when he just straight up did yeah, so yeah. I've but, also heard conflicting because like I've heard that's what Bruce Arians said. And that's why like he, you know, he cut him from the team. Basically, he said he's no longer a Buccaneer after right. the game. But I then I also heard that they benched Antonio Brown and Antonio Brown was frustrated. So then whenever he was asked to go in, he was kind of like, No, fuck you guys. But the rumors have it that he was they, 55 yards away and one touchdown away from $666,000 in incentives. And like, he was mad that they weren't playing him enough or something like that. So I don't really know. He was going to get that no matter. He was probably on a snap count because he's in his early, he's in his thirties and the bucks are thin on their playmakers right now because of injuries. And yeah, that is know. true. They do need a receiver. They're probably going to draft one this upcoming year. Would I could see that, uh, especially since Chris Godwin tours ACL late in the year, so probably be ready week one. Yeah, but man, just fucking just AB. Do you see all the people that are like taking AB's side in all this, dude? It's ridiculous. Like I don't give a I don't give a damn what goes on, what kind of argument you have with the coach. Like you are, and I hate to sound like an old head or like a traditionalist, but I mean, you're a professional football player, bro. Just shut up and play the game, dude. Like. Just do your job. If, if you get frustrated, that's just part of it, okay? That's part of football. Yeah, and I and understand that, he has stuff going on maybe, and we don't know everything, so that could be a factor. <laughs> but. Well, that, that argument definitely applies to AB, I feel like. If that if the shut up, just shut the fuck up and play football argument 
applied to anyone in this earth, uh, it would be Antonio Brown. Yeah. Well, did you see like six days before this happened? He literally was quoted in an interview that said, you guys are all about the drama. For me, it's all about football. And then he just went and did this shit. Like, come yeah. on, dude. Come on. Yeah. No, he's he's a he's a psychopath, literally. And then um, Brooks Kepka Kepka tweeted out like, "Oh, I bet you in a couple of months, or by you know, by the end of next year, Antonio Brown's gonna fight a Paul brother." And then there's like people in the in the replies just berating Kepka for making this, and like you don't know anything about mental health, like AB is suffering. You're an asshole for putting other people down. I'm like, maybe Antonio Brown's just an asshole. I mean, like, it's true, though. Like, there may be something that we don't know, but, like, the way Antonio Brown carries himself, like, the way he goes about it, it's, it's, I don't know. He just does it in such, like, a douchey way, kind of. Like, he's just like, fuck everybody, fuck you guys. It's just, like, like, I don't know if he is, if this is, like, a cry for help, he's not, not doing a good job, you know? (laughs) Like, I don't know how to, how else to say it, like. Like AB a- is like repeatedly not paid people gotten multiple sexual assault violations. I don't understand why people would try and defend him and be like, Die for oh, but he's, he's be mental health. Like, no, he's just an asshole. Like he is. I mean, yeah, he's probably crazy. There's a good chance he's like bipolar or something. Um, but like, don't. That could don't probably be a thing too. Yeah. That could very easily be a thing, but don't, tr- that doesn't give you an excuse. No, I mean, especially like at a stage like that, you know, like there's, I don't know. It's just, I couldn't believe it happened. It's kind of it was comical though, from a fan's perspective. Like if oh, I was a Bucks funny. fan, yeah, if I was a Bucks fan, I'd probably care a little bit more. But yeah, it is what Did it you is. See him like, at the at the at the Grizzlies game, Grizzlies Nets. Yeah, like literally right afterwards, he was just chilling in that video of him with his uh, personal driver. They were just chilling, like waiting. On, I forgot what they were waiting on, but. The driver was just like, yeah, they don't know nothing. They don't know nothing or whatever, like hyping him so up. Funny. So funny. Yeah. What a situation. What do you, like, do you think this is the last time though? Like this is the last of AB's football career? Like I want to say, yeah, but I also am like, you know, he's still good at football. He is still pretty damn good at football. But would it, because the argument would be like, would a, would a playoff team pick him up? this year see i at, at his age and his attitude i feel like a lot of teams would be like not worth it i could see that but i could also see like the saints looking to pick him up next year or like saints maybe I don't even yeah, know. honestly the seahawks always seem to be wanting a wide receiver for some reason even though they have true. two really good ones um but who knows it's going to go on the seahawks with their whole russell wilson thing uh, but I, would, I actually would like the Saints. That would make sense. But I, I, I kind of knows. I've heard also that apparently Tom Brady is going to like vouch for him to the co- to Arians, you know, and try and get him one more chance. So no, it, no way, dude. He's done with the Bucks. You can't just probably, quit. Probably. You can't just quit. How good of buddies is AB with Tom Brady? It's just. I don't know. Good. It seems like they're pretty good friends. He like, loves he's gone him. up to bat like multiple times for him. Multiple times. Yeah. Multiple he's times. He's defended him all the time. He was the reason why he got signed with the Buccaneers last year in the first place. Mm-hmm. Because Tom Brady was like, we need this guy. I mean, I it worked yeah. out until nah. now. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with no just because I think the idea of him um, taking off all of his clothes – 
and then running into the locker room, giving the peace side, hyping everybody up and running, exiting while losing to the Jets is just an all-time historic moment in the NFL, and we cannot tarnish that. Just because, <laughs> just because we can look at, we can play that clip, and then people can just go, and we never saw him again. Dude, that picture of him in the end zone, like, like ten feet in the air with his arms like flung up, it, iconic, dude. That should be an album cover one day, dude. And like, did you see the video of him taking off his pads? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen somebody take off football pads quicker. He just fucking in my whoop, life. He's ripped like, through him, dude. Yeah, yeah, just like. Like butter, and then launched them, bitches. Yeah, and he's like, "Nope, done." And then, and then, then so when we saw the more like the more played clip video of him taking off his shirt and getting yeah. shirtless and all that, and just crazy, <laughs> just, just wild, man. What It'd a guy, wild. dude. What a guy. He's wild now, man. And have you? Did I send you the the list, the Reddit list of everything that that guy's done? No. Okay. Um. I'm not going to read it because it's it's like five to ten minutes long if I were to read it out loud right now. Goddamn. Um, so, like, if you're if you're listening, just look up um, everything that Antonio Brown has done Reddit list, and I'm sure it'll pop up. And it's about literally a hundred things of like small and large of just stupid shit that this guy's done. He's like farted on his doctor. Um, God, what? Repeatedly not paid people that he's hired throw furniture off a balcony just, and just a whole other myriad of things. Sounds like a swell guy to be friends with, you know? Tom Brady sure knows how to pick him. All right. Yeah. Anyway, though, other uh, NFL news. The other day on TikTok, well, I saw it on TikTok, but it was announced everywhere. So I don't know if it was first announced on TikTok or not, but the Washington football team has finally announced that they will well, – I guess so. It's an announcement for an announcement. They literally announced that they're going to announce their new team on February 2nd of this year. So that's 2-2-2-2 on the date. Um, there are three finalists for their new name, and it is coming from this list of eight. They, they confirmed this. This is like official. These are their eight options. They wouldn't reveal what the three finalists are. But the eight choices are Red Hogs, Defenders, Armada, Presidents, Brigade, Commanders, Red Wolves, and then Washington football team. Just sticking with it. So the rumors have it, though, that the top three and the most popular that they're choosing between are the Commanders, Armada, and Red Hogs. I like the Armada. Dude, really? I think it's stupid. I like, I like the Armada. The Washington oh, Armada. I, I think it would maybe grow on me, but like, I don't know. That just seems weird. Cause like there's already the Jets, you know? Like, what is the Armada supposed to be? Isn't that like a fleet of planes? I thought it was a naval fleet. Let's hold on. I gotta yeah, Google this. You, I might yeah. be dumb. But why would they be a naval fleet? A fleet of warships. Okay, yeah, you're because right. like naval because like, I guess it would have to do with like the revolution. <laughs> And that, like the the reason why, big reason why we won the revolution is because we got warship, naval warships. I, I guess. I, I think my my favorite. That's cool. It was, it's it. I don't know. That's the more cool. I think name. about it. It's kind of okay, but just my initial reaction is like, yikes, Armada. It's better. I don't know, and it's also plural, like Washington Armada. It's not like you it know doesn't end cool with an though? S. 
if they did presidents and then their uniforms no. were suit and ties. Okay, well, that would actually be kind of funny. But <laughs> it, it, all in all, presidents, I was going to say presidents might be the worst one on that list. Like the Washington yeah. presidents, I feel like that's just too cheesy. I kind of uh, do like commanders, though, because, you know, it ties into Washington and everything. Yeah, generals and all that. Yeah. Um, there was the baseball team, those the senators, but then that's what eventually became the Texas Rangers. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, there's the, also the heard, hockey team. I also heard Red Wolves is out. I did too. Yeah, which that one would have been okay. I wouldn't have minded that. That was a decent one, but I don't know. Red Hogs is supposed to be one of the top three, but I don't think it. so. It looks like it's between Commanders and Armada, though, because they leaked the uniform, and it has, like, stars on it, like little tiny stars on the okay. pants. So I feel like that's Commanders, but then people are thinking that the new helmet with the W might have, like, you know, Armada shit going out of, like, each pillar. I don't know what are they called, the points of the W. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. Who knows? But it's called Spurs. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Really, the Spurs, the W. Mm-hmm. Wow, interesting. Learn something new so. every day. Pretty sure. Um, yeah, I could, I could also dark horse though, seeing them sticking with the football team because yeah, that is that's like an actual option because like for one, which I wouldn't be. The most mad with just because like I've kind of gotten used to it by now. I never call them their old name. I always say the football team. And yeah, I do, like I've definitely slipped, but I do my best. I also think that their uniforms as the football team are better than the Redskins uniforms. Like the, the football I do team too. uniforms are clean. Yeah, they actually look pretty nice. The numbers on the side of the helmet, it's very simple. The colors are still like those those colors are nice. They're good, they're good colors. Um, like they're they're all whites are just probably the best all white uniforms, maybe even better than the Chargers all white. I don't know. I'm a sucker for the Chargers uniforms. I'm also a sucker for the Bengals all white. Their color rush, I really like right. those too. But no, you're right. I like their uniforms. They're definitely some of the best in the NFL. So I, I could see them sticking with that. Plus, they already have two years worth of merch. They yeah. Not have to um, donate to Africa um, over yeah. there. So. I, I don't know. I, I, I could see it. And then I I would also be kind of funny because then I would definitely buy some Washington football team shit just to have it because I think it'd be Because it'd be legendary. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I But but uh, I will say I hope it's Armada because Armada sounds pretty sweet. Like the Washington Armada. It would definitely be unique. It, w- it would definitely be unique, and uh, which is a nice change of pace compared to like the Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians, which is, you know, one of the most basic names probably. But I guess it plays into their city, whatever. We talked about that a while ago. We don't have to get into that one. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I would be – I think I'd be okay with them sticking with the football team. Part of me kind of likes the meme aspect of it. Like, I've just grown yeah. to love it, you know. At first, it was just flat-out stupid. But now it's kind of – it's a thing. You know? That being just, said, though, I I do hope they actually pick a mascot. Yeah, yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad if they didn't, but I would like I'd to prefer. see something new. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, with that being said, though, just thinking about you know how much memes and jokes there were surrounding the Washington football team name, I was curious to see your uh, top five worst sports mascots across any sport professionally, though. I have to think about this one because, like, so for me, um, I hate, like, I don't like, like, the really basic um, 
like like the Tigers is just bad. I think the Tigers is an awful name. Like what is the what do Tigers have to do with the city of Detroit? Same thing with the yeah, Lions. That's, that's a good point. Like what do Lions have like just because they're ferocious? Like I know they've had that same team name for you know a hundred years now, and their logo is still pretty good. I think the Lions logo is kind of like classic yeah. in a way. But I think that's pretty trash. I, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. It's hard to say. I don't that's hate like the trash Lions though, because it's just like I don't hate the Lions as much. I get that it's basic, but I don't know. To some extent, maybe like, I'll take the Lions back. Some basic, but no. I think, yeah, I get what you're saying though. But Panthers is another one. The Carolina Panthers. What do What do Panthers have to do with Carolina? Are there Panthers in Carolina? Here, wait. I'm gonna. I'm actually kind of curious. Why are the Carolina. Let's see. Why are they called the Panthers? It's a name our family thought signifies what we thought should be a powerful, sleek, and strong team. Okay, well, that's kind of stupid. Right. It's terrible. Okay, well, yeah. out the door, that's probably number one on the power rankings right there. Really? Um, I, I mean, I feel like it's just not, like, dumb, though. Like, Panthers is, like, it makes just, sense for, like, a mascot. I feel like it's lazy. I feel like it's late because I really right about like that. You I are really right get about into that. the when when sports teams like um, the Eagles. Okay, for forever I thought the Eagles were stupid just because they just picked a random bird to have it, but it's actually because Philadelphia used to be the capital of the United States when we yeah, first like founded. That, it's a good correlation. And yeah, so that's that's why the Eagles are the Eagles. Um, and then like you know the Cowboys, Texas, West Cowboys, you know makes sense or like the 49ers you know what i mean like those are all really cool yeah 49ers like, is, is one of the best ones probably if, if too, it's yeah. if it's just some random animal that has nothing to do just because like we picked this mascot because it's ferocious like that's dumb that's dumb um i see where the, you're coming from the cavaliers because they do pretty much nothing with actual um mounted soldiers and just have a c as their logo with the sword, but then like, or That's but true, most, yeah. of uni- most of their uniforms just says calves. Which and like their like, old school is like a basketball going through a hoop. Right, right. And then um, Grizzlies is probably one of the worst, even though like Grizzlies are cool. They have cool uniforms and all that, but um, they just didn't change their name when they moved. I was about to, to say, Canada. I think it, it would have definitely been cooler if they were still Vancouver. Right. Because, so you know, too. it makes a lot more sense in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that. I'm surprised by that list, honestly. Like, I definitely see where you're coming from with like the laziness, but I don't know. I think, like, I think the Grizzlies is a cool mascot, but you're right. The rest, like Tigers, Panthers, they're, they're pretty boring. But there, there is not a grizzly bear within a thousand miles of Memphis. Yeah, no, you're right though. It, it makes no sense for Memphis. It's kind of yeah. like like in high school, the town next to me was Burleson, and they were the Burleson Elks, and it's like. Dude, we're in the middle of fucking North Texas, okay? <laughs> like, elks are far ways away. For, like, I, why are they our mascot? Yeah. I went a little bit different. I don't – I think we have all different teams on our list. I went mm-hmm. no specific order, really, for, like, you know, top five. If I had to pick one, my number one, I think it would probably be the Browns just because it's a fucking color. Like, why? I mean – I guess you could make the same argument with the Cincinnati Reds. That's also just a color. I don't really get that. Well, Maybe the I'm Reds, gonna look that up. They the Reds were because of their their socks color because they were like 
Because that's why the Red Sox are the Red Sox, because they used to be called the Boston Red Stockings. They just had a B. It was their logo. That's what they just called them because they wore the Red Sox. And then that's when they called it. And then the Reds also wore red. They were like, we'll just call that team the Reds because they were red. <laughs> but that's when sports were, you know, it was like the 1800s. And, yeah, you know, like they super didn't really, just basic. Yeah, they were just like, all right, let's, I don't know. I just so I looked it up and I I knew this I should have remembered but they named the Browns after Paul Brown their first head yeah. coach yeah so I don't and know they also had Jim Brown yeah I don't know I think that's still just in terms of mascots like the Browns is just not what you would think of for a sports team but right. I guess it's different and then next up I have the Nashville Predators uh, because I was looking through the teams trying to figure out you know pick my five and I feel like. Maybe it's just in modern day, like the predators, like, is that, you know, supposed to scare like other grown men, you know, Ooh, that we're playing the predators. I don't know. To me, it just sounds like fucking the, the wrong kind of predator, you know, like why, <laughs> why have, why have like that sexual you know? predator? Yeah. Like why have that? You know, I, I just don't know. Like I never, they have a sick logo, so I've never, they do have a really cool logo. I've never thought that. about them negatively. I don't know. That was just what came to my mind. So there's room for error there on that one. And then another one, too, is the Oakland Athletics. I feel like that might be even lazier than just naming, you know, like an animal like the lions or the tigers. It's like just the athletics. I, I don't know how that really came to be, came to fruition, but very basic. Uh, next up is the Clippers. Uh, I don't really – they got their name. I looked it up, too. It was uh, – they got the Clippers' name – to name after like the sailboats that would come in the San Diego Bay whenever they played in San Diego. But now they're in Los Angeles and I just feel it's like, been in you Los know, Angeles. yeah, they've been in Los Angeles for a while. And I just feel like sailboats don't really have shit to do with Los Angeles. So Clippers well, also, I've never really heard Clippers as like a refer a term for a boat as well. I, I kind of wanted to throw in the Lakers for that same reason. Like, cause Lakers used to be in Minnesota Land of yeah. the Thousand Lakes, and then they moved to Los Angeles. And it's just like, okay, there's like zero lakes in Los Angeles, I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, that's sure. a good point. That is another so, like, dumb one kind thought of. They were kind of just so thought iconic. that was kind of dumb. Yeah, so that's why I didn't throw them in there. I'm like, Lakers are pretty iconic, though. Yeah, it's like you just can't argue with like – like yeah. same with like the Celtics. Celtics are kind of like, eh, but it, I don't know. And then last but not least is the Jazz. Not because I don't think it's a cool mascot. I think this would be fun to use if – and only if it was a team in New Orleans instead of fucking Utah. Which is where they came from. I know, I know. But, like, they, they should have left the name. Changed the name. There. Yeah, they should have left the name in There's, New Orleans. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking because, like, I was in Utah and there was no jazz there. Like, there was – Yeah, well, no shit. It's just Mormons you know I mean? and Salt Lake. That's all it is. What, what would they even name? town like the the utah we should think of a name that the jazz should uh the utah skiers skiers mountaineers i was about to say that might be a good one i mean utah mountaineers that kind of copy west virginia at this point kind of lazy plus for basketball i don't know if that would really work oh the utah arches that would arches yeah because the arches national park you know those big old uh, rock formations. Oh yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, that would be sick. That, that yeah, I wouldn't sick. be opposed to that. Yeah, just go with the Utah Mormons, bro. <laughs> the Utah to the point Bible thumpers. 
You saw Bible Thumper, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Of, I don't really know much about Utah, so I don't know so what would place. really correlate. Yeah, wait. What were you doing in Utah? Skiing. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to go skiing. I haven't been skiing in a while. It's great. All right. Anyway, moving on, though, from uh, terrible names for sports franchises, on to some terrible takes. Uh, Kirk Herbstreet. Actually, I don't know if it's terrible. I'm really 50-50 on this. I'm curious to know what everybody else thinks. So Kirk Herbstreit has been in the headlines for a very strong opinion on the last episode of College Game Day for this season. Before the playoff game, they were talking about players opting out because Ohio State had, I mean, a ton of players opt out before the Rose Bowl. And he quote-unquote said, this era of player just doesn't love football. And Desmond Howard agreed with him. They, they kind of went on to say how these meaningless games are not meaningless if it's a high level of football and an opportunity to compete because, you know, that's what football players are supposed to do. They're supposed to play football. They're supposed to compete. That's what they wanted to do. So first off, do you agree or disagree with what they're trying to say? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I would say that. Definitely this era of football players care less. They care a lot less. I definitely agree with that aspect. That's why I'm um, on the fence. Like I'm I'm like right in the middle. I'll say it. They they do not care as much. Like there there are some guys who definitely do. There's a lot of guys who just really don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. I'd have thinking about the NFL already, probably. I just had a buddy um tell he he went to AM and he was telling me about how his roommate had classes with Calzada, the quarterback mm-hmm. that just transferred there. And he was saying, he was telling me all this shit that Calzada told his roommate. He was like, yeah, bro. Like I don't even, I didn't even want to start. Um, I just wanted, I was chilling with being the backup. Like I was kind of pissed when the main guy got hurt. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Dude, what, backup quarterback is like the dream job though. I mean, that's like, what he wanted. Good. And so, but like, I feel like you really wouldn't have that much in any other era. Like, other guys just be like, fuck yeah, like time to time to go. Yeah, um, I mean you're right for the most part. And then of I, course I, there are the I, exceptions, you know, those guys with like the Mamba mentality, but they're just getting more and more rare as the years go on. Right. And then there's opt-outs are getting more and more common. I mean, but you saw the reason why guys do this, it's because of Mac. It's like pretty much what happened to Matt Corral, which is gonna make these opt-outs even more frequent. You know, there's already the Jalen Smith example, but then they're it's gonna get, you know. Recency bias is going to kick in with Corral, but maybe it'll do. Maybe it won't be as much because they're saying that this ankle injury isn't that serious. Last time I checked on it, and it's not going to affect his draft stock. Yeah, because I was looking at mock drafts like last night at like 3 a.m. I don't know why that's what I was doing, but I was. I was just going through all the mock drafts, and it looks like people still have him going top 10, top 20. So, yeah, so it's I, not too bad, but I think that. Especially with like the era of NIL expanding, all this stuff, it is just going to continue and continue to be more commercialized college right. football as a whole. And I mean, it's already gone that way in the past few years. Like, I remember even when I was like a decade ago, like 2011, like when TCU played in that Rose Bowl game, that game meant so much. Like, it was the biggest game ever for TCU. And maybe it was just because TCU were the little guys, but it was still the rose bowl it was still the granddaddy of them all but right. now like you go to the rose bowl and it's like oh we 
made the fucking Rose Bowl, not the playoffs. All right, well, guess we'll try again next year. Like, I agree with Kirk Herbstreit in the sense that these are still important games, and it does blow my mind that, like, players are just blowing them off in that sense, acting like, you know, they don't really matter because it's not a playoff. But I do agree with the fact, with the player standpoint, that if I am a projected first-round draft pick, and that is my last game that I'll ever play in college, fuck that. Like, I have millions of dollars guaranteed. Like, so personally, I understand the players making the decision. It's just, it kind of sucks. You know, it just, it's not what you want to see. Yeah. But then you also have guys that are opting out that are only going to be like, are going to get drafted to the fourth round. Yeah. That's stupid. That is just like, what are you doing? Like you, you're only going to help your draft stock really if you play in this game. And I also Um, have like a ton of respect for the players that have good draft stock and they do choose to play. Like, I'm never going to be like, Oh, what an idiot dude. He's risking it. Like, no props to you, man. Like go out there, you know, ball out. Because I'm sure for some of these kids, there's those special, you know, special, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, the outliers, where they really do care about the university. They care about the fan base. Like, it's something sentimental to them, whereas others are just kind of, you know, worried about their future. And I remember Gary Patterson, I went to, like, a meeting, a TCU meeting about NIL and everything. And Gary Patterson was talking about it. And there was this quote he said that stuck out to me. It was, I have a lot of players that love TCU but they love their families a lot more. And so like they're they they're going to do whatever they can to get money, support their family, you know, cuz like they come from a lot of players come from situations where they've never had that opportunity. So like it makes sense. It's just it is a new era and it's weird adjusting cuz it's happened so fast these past few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's escalated really quickly. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. But like I don't know. Like I want to criticize guys, but at the end of the day like it's 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 all about money it is no and i mean like espn too and other broadcast networks they have a major part to play in it i mean they've been look at the 2014 cultural ball playoff like ohio state i know i'm biased a little bit but ohio state getting in over tcu i feel like a large part of that was because ohio state has a top five alumni network in the country Meanwhile, little old TCU has 90,000 living alumni. And so more alumni equals more ratings equals more money for ESPN. So they're going to push for that. And that's another ESPN. There was an investigation of them, you know, pushing Texas and Oklahoma to join the SEC because that would be bigger TV ratings for those games. So, like, it's it's so annoying, dude. It's, it's kind of toxic, some of the things that are happening in college football. I don't think that Kirk Herbstreit and Desmond Howard made those comments. Like they're probably just, just cause they're old school football guys. You know what I mean? Like they just can't understand this era of players that, that wouldn't want to play in Rose bowl. Like you said, it's the granddaddy of them all. Like this is one of yeah. the biggest games of the year. And all these other new year six bowls have been relegated to pretty much bitch status. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, I mean? like, unless they're they, one of the and, playoff bowl games for the year. And, and they've rotates. been, they were, they were pretty decent this year. Like they're better. Um, like last year, though, when Florida played OU, like everyone was saying, like the sentiment since that game has been played, like Florida treated that game like a spring training game. Yeah, literally, dude. It was like a whole new team for them. Yeah, and like, like a lot of guys opted out. Kyle Trask, like, ended up getting pinched for some reason. Yeah, yeah. well, that's just because they kind of um, just like 
I don't know. They weren't even trying. Yeah, like you said, like a spring training game or something. They gave up. They did not give a shit about that game at all. Which that is shitty to see because, you know, I bet there's like plenty of five and seven teams that would love to take their place in the bowl game. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's it's kind of cheap in bowl season a little bit. Um, but I will say though, even with this all this happening, I think this is probably the first year for me where I enjoyed watching college football more than the NFL. Really? Yeah. Um I just I just did. Even though it's been a really great NFL season, just I don't know for all the obvious reasons why college football is loved. I just I I took it in a lot more this year, watched a lot of it, and I kind of made a decision. I was like, you know what? I kind of, even though I'm more of an NFL guy, more knowledge of the NFL, I enjoyed watching CFB more than more than the pros. It makes me happy. I'm a big college football guy because I've I've always been. I mean, of course, I love the NFL, like and the, gambling. On yeah, oh, that's true. You know, college more, football way better. Than it is a NFL. lot more fun to gamble than the NFL. But, but no, I've I've just grown up as like college football being the kind of predominant thing because my right. dad watches more college football than the NFL, so that's just what I always watched. And yeah, I I love it. It's definitely different in its own way. And I will say, with the direction it's headed, I don't know if it's going to continue to be as special and unique and different than the NFL because it's getting really commercialized. So. Mm-hmm. It might be just, you know, younger players versus older players at some point. Or I guess better players. I don't know. But anyway, sticking with college football, though, over the weekend, we had both playoff games, the Cotton Bowl and the Orange Bowl. Alabama beat Cincinnati 27-6, to while Georgia took down Michigan 34-11. to They're out of the now, what is it, 16 playoff games. Only five of them have been decided by less than 16 points. That is depressing. These are supposed to be like the best games of the year every year, and they just they just aren't. I don't under you could you could have seen the Bama one coming. I get that one, but easy set of my life. Michigan late. Oh fuck you, dude. I lost way too much money. I was at the game. I told you. I, I know you did. I told okay? you. I know I you like- did. But I was at the game. I was getting drunk. I was in the Cincinnati section surrounded by Cincinnati fans, which also they are like one of the most wholesome groups of people I've ever met. They were just so happy to be there. Like they weren't even upset when they lost. They were just like, all right, well, congrats, Alabama. Like They were so nice. Yeah. yeah. But I, I put, I think, three units on Cincinnati to cover the spread and then one unit on Cincinnati Moneyline just in case something crazy happens. Bad idea. Bad idea. So yeah. well, it is what it is. I just wanted to have a good time. Yeah. And I put I put all my winnings on Bama and a little bit more on, on Michigan. So that, oh, yeah, Michigan that was, was such rough, a dumb dude. bet. I I and I knew it too. Like they laid the, such an egg, bro. After the first quarter, I was like, fuck. And and leading up, like the day of the day before the day of, I was like, you know, I might bet Georgia. And I was like, I think Georgia might be the smarter play. Michigan pick is getting really trendy. SEC shows out and my Michigan was like eight, like 75% of the public was betting on Michigan. And the and the line did not move in. Yeah. And that's when I was like, you know, maybe, maybe there's a reason why Georgia is still favored by seven and a half. Then I was like, nope, fuck it. I went with my gut. I was like, Michigan has been my pick for like a month now, and I'm rolling with them and I'm sprinkling a little bit of money line on that bitch. And then it's after the first quarter, and I was like, I should have fucking listened to my head. (laughs) 
That was a yeah, terrible I, decision. I thought I was big brain. I waited until Michigan like gave up a touchdown on the opening drive. And, and then, then I took that on him. Yeah, I took Michigan plus 13. I'm like, oh dude, this is it, bro. Plus 13. No way it loses. <laughs> and then they just got clapped. I mean, yeah. I mean, they they basically lost 34 to 3. I mean, that last touchdown was garbage time. Yeah. But yeah. also Cincinnati, too. Even though a lot of people saw it coming, such as you, it makes me so sad because I mean Cincinnati, oh, everybody was rooting for them, bro. Everybody, other than people like you that bet against them. So, but I mean, six points in a playoff game? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you? I, I know it's Alabama, but six points in a playoff game? You gotta do better than that. That was disappointing. Also, a really slow game. Yeah, it was. It was, it was slower than what I expected. It was pretty boring. Um, so hopefully Georgia Bama put up an actual good game, but I doubt it. It's probably gonna be another blowout on one side or the other, and I'm probably not even gonna bet on it. I dude, I have to. I literally have to. It's the national championship. I'm just gonna yeah. part of me wants to say I can't fade Nick Saban, but at the same time, Georgia's favored. It's what and minus three? Minus two and a half. It may be minus three, but it was two and a half when I saw it. I don't know. I may have to take Georgia. I feel like in a rematch, they might. And also Stetson Bennett, mm, he looked mighty good. Looks a lot better than JT Daniels. I don't know, dude. I just know that whoever you bet on, just make it make make it like a 10-point favorite and juice up the odds. Dude, I'll, I'll never forget when Joe Burrow. Line. When Joe Burrow, they played Clemson in the national championship. They were like seven-point favorites. I put like $150 on them to cover. Easiest bet of my life, dude. Yeah, just Joey B and the boys, bro. Destroyed that game. Yeah, that was great. At the time, that was my biggest bet. Fun times. What a rabbit hole we've gone down since then. Yeah, I'm probably going to put throw 200 on the Super Bowl whenever that happens for sure. Yeah, I don't even know what the spreads are, but I mean, you have to. It's a fucking it's a Super Bowl. Like, come I'll on. Figure it out. Yeah. Oh, I I remember last Super Bowl, I had like 11 different bets. I went on all the pro. I had coin toss, national anthem, all the prop bets. It was it was fun time. I'm going with the national anthem over this year again. You have to. Always. Always, yeah. All right. And even though this wasn't a playoff game, too, I just wanted to point out the Rose Bowl. We've been talking about, you know, granddaddy of them all. That might have been the most entertaining bowl game of the season. Ohio State, Utah, 48-45. It was nuts. I mean, I Smith- and maybe maybe it's a reason to not bitch about um, opt-outs as much because, like, the guys that were there definitely competed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they played their hearts out. That was a great game. That was and, just entertaining from start to finish. And Jigba had, like, 300 yards. Yeah, Smith went off and again. Oh, my God, dude. He had 15 and receptions, 297 yards, three touchdowns. That's nuts, too. Only 297? I thought he had, like, 326. Whatever. Close um, enough. He went off, okay? He went off. Yeah, he went off. There were other games, too. I would say, like, Tennessee and Purdue and then Pittsburgh against wild. Michigan State were also really good ones. Yep. Shout out to that late pick six. I was about to say, dude, that was nuts for you. Was I was great. in my Oculus Quest. I literally, it was 24-21, so I stopped watching the game. Like, it was over. And then I, uh, or what? no, that's not what happened. I forgot what happened. But I was in fucking, like, virtual reality playing my game. And right. then all of a sudden I hear, like, oh, the TV in the background. Nuts. Yeah. I got to get a quest, dude. Oh, dude, you do. And then I can I've- fuck you up in some virtual golf. 
Oh, uh, that's that would definitely be my first purchase. Dude, it's so much fun. It, it that's probably what I'm gonna play the most on there. Is, How much I mean, was, like what? So it's three hundred for the quest. Mm-hmm. And then how much for for the golf? Twenty bucks. Game? All the games on Quest are like ten, fifteen, twenty, or thirty dollars. Most yeah. of them are most of them are twenty. Yeah. Oh man. It's pretty fucking it. sweet though, I'll tell you that. I might buy it. I might buy it. Yeah, big boy purchase. Yeah. But All I also right. have to buy a new computers, so that kind of gets in the way of things. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Anyway, moving on from uh, college football now. I guess this is both football, but mostly NFL, it seems like we have. So a little short, how do you feel segment. Uh, first up, if you're unfamiliar, this is basically where we just ask questions and how we feel about the topic at hand. So first off, I, everybody knows how I feel about this. So I'll ask you first. How do you feel about the Bengals winning the AFC North and making the playoffs for the first time since 2015, baby? Yeah, um, I pretty much everything that I said at the very beginning of the episode, like Joe Burrow's the man. He's he's the real deal. He's and, the messiah. Uh, and they're my dark horse to make the Super Bowl in the AFC. Oh, my God, dude. If that actually happened, I'm t- I'm for real. Like, I don't know how I would act, bro. Like, I, I, <laughs> I don't up. know. I don't know what I'm going to do if we make the Super Bowl. I'm going to yeah. be talking so much shit, bro. Because at that point, I'll just be delusional. I'll be like uh-huh. – we did it. We could do anything. Like, yeah, I my Super Bowl hypes for the Cowboys is definitely um, tempered down a little bit. At this point, it's just delusion driving me thinking that we could make it. Hey, you know that's uh, part of fandom. It's a little rough. It's definitely just straight fandom at this point. Where I'm like, you know what? We could probably beat the Bucks or Green Bay. No, yeah, dude. That's. I feel like it's probably going to be Bucks Green Bay in the championship game. They're looking mighty good. I mean, They're I guess I don't really know this. What I mean, they're on a collision course. I mean, the Rams are still good, but Matt Stafford, man, he's had a couple of games where he just can't help himself with turning the ball over. Dude, yeah, I mean, and, at the first like eight weeks, he, he made my MVP prediction look kind of decent, but then since then, there's just been oh my god, dude. And then there's the Cardinals, which I just don't believe in the Cardinals. Sorry, I, I don't either. Cardinals fans, like they should have dropped that game. And then they had a fumble. On Dak, that was kind of lucky. I know the like. I didn't watch the whole game, but even the parts that I did watch, it definitely seemed like the refs kind of fucked the Cowboys in that one. A little bit, yeah. That was a little bit. We we got fucked a little bit on that one. Yeah. Anytime a little bit. Had, like, <laughs> anytime that we made like a good run too, it was like flag holding. It's like all right, cool, thanks. Like, all right, sick, thanks. Like yep. Yeah. And then what are the team would there be? Uh, yeah, Rams, no. Cardinals, no. Eagles, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fuck that. Um, 49ers could maybe be one of those teams, but not nah, Trey Lance. They're going to be running with Trey Lance and just. I don't, yeah, I don't believe in that. I don't, I don't, I don't, he's rookie quarterback. Like maybe he'll, he'll surprise us all and win a game, but for an actual run, no. And then who's going to be the last seed for the NFC now? NFC. Wouldn't wouldn't oh, no, it be the last seed? Car- yeah, it's Cardinals, Rams, or no, Cardinals, Eagles, 49ers is what we're okay. looking at right now. Okay. No, I think I think the 49ers, if they get in, they would jump the Eagles and take sixth over seventh. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. But right now the Bengals matchup, if the playoffs were to start today, is the is the um the Colts. And I like that a lot more than a Patriots matchup first round. 
I would Colton, be okay with that. Colts and Patriots are both teams that I really wouldn't want to face right now, though, in the playoffs. Just because like Colts can run the ball so well. They can, but, but I don't know. I'd I rather like I would rather play them. Yeah, because like Carson Wentz, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, dude. He's bound to fuck up, especially in the playoffs. Come on. All right. Yeah. Next up, though, we kind of talked about it a little bit. How do you feel about the Packers as the number one seed in the NFC? Locked it up with that big win against the Vikings. I feel like Matt Lafleur is a really good head coach because he's done nothing but win 13 games in every single season he's been head coach. Yeah, can't argue with that. I mean, shit. It makes me curious, though, as to whether or not Aaron Rodgers is going to leave. I still think he will, but I don't. there's more speculation. Yeah, I mean, I a lot a lot more people are thinking he's going to stay. I've been, I've been saying it since the Bears game. After he said the I own you thing, <laughs> I was like, you know what? That man ain't going anywhere. I don't. I kind of just want to see him. I kind of just for the sake of it. I don't know somewhere else. Yeah, see him in Denver or something because that seems to be that'll maybe establish it as retired quarterback. You know, what? I'm tired. I'm tired of all these like Denver just being rumored with every single good quarterback that might come on the market. I know it's you know just because it's John Elway. That's literally why they're not going. Okay, Denver like it needs to stop being rumored. Hey, who knows? Bad. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh may sign him. Stay up north, you know. Rogers, Rogers had a lot of good things to say about Mike Tomlin at yeah. the midway seat at the halfway point of the year. That would be an interesting pairing. I feel like that would work out, honestly. It would work out really well. And yeah. I would hate it though, I, as a Bengals fan. And I would hate it also just because I don't really care for the Steelers. Um and Steelers always draft good wide receivers. And they have Najee yeah. Harris. Their offensive line, though, is pretty trash. So I don't Which know. Which is if... weird for them. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, it's pretty good. But I mean, yeah. I'd say their receivers are okay. Deontay Johnson's pretty good. Well, just Chase Claypool, just... Juju, or eh, they're all right. Yeah, but just historically speaking, like they've always been able to yeah. good wide receivers. You're right. So. Yeah. But I, 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 he doesn't have it better than anywhere else in Green Bay. No, you're right. That I mean, he he kind of has it made. Like Green Bay has a the decent guy. defense. They've had a a banged up offensive line that has still held them up. Aaron Jones. He's got Devontae Adams, who also might stick around if Aaron stays too. He Alan Lazard is no slouch. Dallas Scantling isn't too bad. Like I saw and, Aaron Rodgers too. Like said that uh, Adams is the best player he's ever played with. I don't doubt that one bit. He's a monster. Uh, so yeah, I think he's staying. I think he's staying. I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed, but I just I the chaotic side of me hopes that he he goes somewhere. Just nah. to, it would be I would be really curious to see how the Packers adjust to like a post Aaron Rodgers era. <clears throat> I don't know. But I think if anything, I put money on it that he stays. There probably is odds somewhere that you can bet on that. But all right. Anyway, next up, flipping from NFC to AFC. How do you feel about the race for the number one seed in the AFC? Right now, the Titans have it, but it's not completely locked up. They play the Texans this week, so that's a little bit of uh, good news for them in terms of that. But the Chiefs and the Bengals are still mathematically in contention for it. Yeah, it's. I think it's the Titans. There's no way that they lose to the Texans in Week 18. Even though they lost them earlier so in the season, it's, it's locked up. Um, Do you the think Chiefs, they're going to play their starters, though? I mean, I think they yeah, should because if, like, if, if you secure the, the first round by, then like you know they already get a week off next week. So like most of the Super Bowl winners 
the past like 10 years, five, 10 years now have come off that bye week. So yep. yeah, absolutely. They'd want that secure it. I even think that the Bengals should, should just because, because Kansas city plays Denver. Yeah. Easy dub Titans play. I don't Texans, know. Easy Denver's dub. in like a must win situation. Are they, they're not mathematically eliminated. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Drew log. You're right. You're right. But no, I don't. I'm not even going to entertain the fact that that Denver's going to beat Kansas City right now. But is Kansas City going to go balls to the wall? Are they going to play all their starters because That's they already what, have the two seed locked up? Or I guess they the top three might play because the reason why it's weird, they play Saturday. That is weird. So they might play them because they play on Saturday and they don't know the status of Tennessee and Tennessee might drop. Could you imagine That's true, if that yeah. they don't start their starters, they lose Tennessee also because then like if they don't start their starters, then it just gives Tennessee the go ahead to just not start their starters also and lose. Yeah, that is true. That that's weird how that's gonna affect it. The schedule. So so Pat, like I'm pretty sure that everyone's starters is gonna play, like Pat Mahomes is gonna play Saturday night. Um, and then all the Tennessee starters are going to play on Sunday. I think that the Bengals, though, should bench all their starters. Like Joe Burrow should not play Week 18. That's what I'm leaning towards that because, I mean, as much as I want to beat the Browns and, you know, go 11-6, and six, that would be nice. But, I mean, Joe Burrow did kind of bang up his knee at the end of the game, and I don't want to risk that whatsoever. So I would be okay either way. Like, I'm not you, really going to complain. Like – like you Baker have, Mayfield's not playing either. He's out. Yeah, you don't have an opportunity for the – realistically, you don't have an opportunity for the one seed. And Unless the Titans choke on Saturday. Yeah, well, the Chiefs are playing Saturday. Titans oh, my bad. Sunday. My bad. But sorry, I, sorry, I, would just, I would just say if I were you or if I was Zach Taylor, I'd be like, look, we got the home playoff game. Let's be real. We have like a 5% chance, a 0.5% chance, honestly, to get yeah. the one seed. Um, fuck it. Rest the starters like rest no, Joe Mixon, rest Joe Burrow, okay rest yeah. Jamar Chase. You know. and I think honestly we kind of have a chance. I mean, Baker Mayfield's not playing. The Browns are going to be without a few starters because they're oh, eliminated yeah. from the playoffs, so they're not even. They might not even put them all yeah, out there. Yeah, you so can like, probably you can beat them with your backups if Zach Taylor's yeah. like, all right, I'm going to scheme up some. I don't know. Because I know that they want to beat the Browns. We don't want to get swept by the Browns. What? Yeah, you got Samaji right. Samaji Perine, yeah, Samaji Perine is yeah. a decent backup running back. Yeah, he but take, Brandon he Allen, game. Brandon Allen is not a good backup quarterback. I'll say that though. <laughs> no, but the Browns are extremely hurt. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Could... One thing too that's interesting about the the whole scheduling thing is, so if the Jaguars beat the Colts this weekend, which I know that's a long shot, but if the Jags beat the Colts, they play in the early slate, then that means that the Raiders. And the Chargers, I believe, could literally play to a tie and they would both make the playoffs automatically. So they could literally just kneel the ball every play and both make the playoffs. (laughs) Just have a little gentleman's agreement. Yeah, part of me wants to bet on a tie for that game if the Jags win. Yeah, because I was seeing that like Colts have to lose and then there has to be a winner in that game for the Steelers to make it. Which like, good luck. Yeah, Steelers um, also have to win, and I don't know who they play. And they have, they have to beat the Ravens. Oh, uh, well, the Ravens are out, so like, well, yeah, is the Ravens are even going to play? 
I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. I think they're actually their hopes might be alive by like. Let me see. I'm gonna pull up NFL playoff picture. Let's see if I'm pretty sure they have like who's like mathematically eliminated as well. It's pulling up. All right, so clinch playoffs, clinch playoffs on the bubble. Okay, so eliminated. No, the Ravens are on the bubble. If they win, they could technically get in. Okay, but, but I'm pretty sure that very unlikely. Pretty sure that the Raiders and Chargers though they're playing on Sunday night, and it's a win and win and you're in situation for both those teams. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, for both of them, if they win, they're in, or if they that's tie, sick. and the Jags beat the Colts. I'm definitely. But that's going to be a good that game. game. Yeah, I'm that's going to be a really good game. Very much looking forward to that game. The Raiders are about to do it for John Madden, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. Ah, I might not even bet on that game and just watch it. Or bet on the over. That's I was about to say, I'm probably going to take the over, yeah, because it's going to be a shootout. bet the over. Yeah. All right. Anyway, next up, speaking about Pittsburgh, how do you feel about Big Ben's final game in Pittsburgh last night? I feel like um, I thought he was going to go off, and uh, he didn't at all. Yeah, it, it was very, very exemplary exemplary of why this is his last game in hindsight yeah yeah very anticlimactic i was kind of i had a parlay a player prop parlay where i had him having over one and a half touchdowns yeah it was it was looking good but mm, no yep didn't work out but that was tough yeah i mean that was kind of like i I just would have expected a little bit more of a fairy tale ending but he did get the win at least they got the win and that's what really matters yeah that's what really matters. It was definitely emotional, though, seeing him do, like, his lap around the stadium and everything. Yeah, and that was crazy, too, that 95% of the money was on Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I had money on Pittsburgh, too. Yeah. <laughs> had to. Should've, I should have done that. I had some free play, and I did it all in the over one and a half touchdown bet. <laughs> and uh, should have just put it on Steelers. I always use those for parlays. I need to just do them on straight bets and just get it. Secure. It, I was looking at when Steelers were plus three and the money line was like plus one fifty, plus one. I that's what I should have bet because I thought about it. Oh too. my! I was I was like, dude, and I just waited just because, like, I don't know. I'll, I'll wait for pretty much the day of now. Just yeah, all the COVID same. shit. Um, because yeah, especially right now, yeah. So I've I've definitely placed a couple of bets like a day or two early, and then it's like, hey, COVID had knocked out like ten of their players, and I'm just like. Oh. It's like, all right, that's fun. Sick. Lost my money. There goes that. Yeah. All right. Next up, how do you feel about the offensive rookie of the year race? It was looking like it was Mac Jones. It's been kind of back and forth with him and Jamar Chase. But, I mean, after Jamar Chase put up two billion yards and three touchdowns on the Chiefs, I think it's his award. What about you? I think so too especially because mac jones and, and the patriots have kind of slowed down a little bit i mean they just won 50 to 11 well they had that they had that two game skid yeah yeah true and then that was also against the jags so. i know yeah that's the thing i saw I a tweet know. that i saw a tweet that said it's crazy to think that mac jones put up 300 yards three touchdowns and no turnovers yet he still lost the rookie of the year award today because, I mean, Jamar, dude, Honestly, Jamar just put up an all-time performance. Like, that was insane. That was nuts, dude. Every time I looked up at Red Zone, Jamar Chase just had another bomb from Joe. 
Yeah, Joe literally was just chucking that shit up there. I was like, all right, he's over there somewhere. He's got it. Yeah, he's got but it. Nah, make he's, a play. He it feels like he's already on his way to be a top five receiver next year. I'll, pretty yeah. much it's like the same thing as Justin Jefferson did. Like, dude's pretty much pretty much an elite receiver. Dude, he is elite. They're the new dynamic duo, bro. They're gonna take yeah. the league over by storm. I love and, it, bro. I love it. And then um yeah, at this point though, like either give it to Jamar or Mac, I wouldn't be mad at either. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad. I have money on Mac, which is the funny thing. But like as a Bengals fan, I want Jamar to win it. Right. But I could see the argument for both. I just think Jamar, like as a receiver in his first year, especially considering and I know Mac Jones has also had a major impact. Like he turned the Patriots around, but the Bengals have turned around in Andy's, a much bigger way. Andy's led all rookie quarterbacks and probably virtually every stat. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, but his competition is like jack shit right now. Right, that too. They've been pretty <laughs> very lackluster. Yeah, um, and then I don't know. There's some pretty good rookie rookie wide receivers this year, and Jamar Wookie? Chase is just topping. Yeah, top them all. So I mean, give it to give it to Chase, give it to Mac. I'd be cool with either. Yeah, I agree. Just all right. And then last but not least, how do you feel about the fantasy football season coming to an end? Um, I feel disappointed once again in my team. <laughs> yeah, my I, team shit the bed, bro. I, I got third place for the third year in a row. Oh, that's tough. Is yeah. it a money league? Yeah, but it's winner take all. Oh, that's rough. I was going to say, at least you get your money back, but uh, that's rough. Like 25 bucks. So it's one like. And two, so I'm the commissioner, so I collected all the money, and I kind of collected all the money when I was unemployed. It just kind of ended up getting spent because it was sitting in my bank account on, like, food or whatever. So it basically feels like I just lost $300. See, okay, I want – if any of my friends in my fantasy football league, because I think there's at least one listening right now. If y'all are listening, listen to what he just said, okay? That is why – I because I'm the commissioner. I did not want to collect it via Venmo. I set up – a league safe account, which is like this third party tool that collects the money and then like sends it out at the end of the season to the winner. And you can like set the amount and everything. And they were all complaining because it was like a $1 fee to send in the money. And I'm like, look, I would rather do this because if y'all send me the money, I'm going to fucking spend it. Okay. And then I'm going to have to, it's going to come out of my pocket. I just don't want to deal with it. Don't want to have to worry about it. So yeah. that's also too, that's a good idea. I would do that maybe next year. Nah. League safe. Probably look into something like that or just take out $300 in cash yeah. and put it somewhere. That's a good Cause idea, Because, like, like, even if I won to, it, I, I I wouldn't have been able to buy anything. I would have just been like, cool, I don't get to lose $300 now. Yeah, that's so, true. It's tough. And then, um, yeah, no, nah, it just sucks. I had Cooper Cop and I still couldn't even win my league. I think that. I think fantasy kind of pisses me off because it's almost like I drafted too good of a team because <laughs> in no, 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 I'm serious because like in the, the, the winner, I feel like every year is just some guy who picked up the hot, the hot waiver pick mm -hmm. for the, for going into the playoffs. It's never like the one seed who's dominated all year. It's always just some dude who picked like, like, this guy that won mine like picked up Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Elijah Mitchell. Oh, and then yeah. he won. Amon Ross, St. Brown has been going off. Yeah, and it's just like, okay. 
Yeah. And he was like, he like, I'm pretty sure he was like fifth in points scored for the entire year. I'm like, you know what? That's kind of bullshit. Like, I might go EPL on this route next year. EPL? Uh, like, fucking go European on it. Like, English oh, oh, I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, like, go on record. I might do like, um, you know, I can do both, like medium points scored and head to head. Yeah, yeah, the two. Time. Yeah, I might do that and just have aggregate wins for for determining the winner. Oh, instead of like a championship game. Yeah, because fuck bullshit. It's a fluke. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, a I mean it is. It is, but that's part of the game, though. At the same time, like that. I know. I was in the championship in my money league for one hundred and eighty dollars, and I. I feel, I mean, I might be a little bit biased, but I feel like I had at least one of the top three teams all year. Like I was consistently scoring high. I, you know, I was doing pretty good. I had the most points for all year, like, you know, in the summary at the end. And my opponent in the championship had the 10th most points for it during the regular season. And he still fucking beat me. My team just shit the bed. See, that's it just bullshit. Shit the bed. That's bullshit. It was so frustrating, bro. But, I got second. I got forty bucks. So yeah, I doubled my money, but like, could have been cool. two hundo. Yeah. But all right. Oh well, is what it is. Uh, on to next year. I'm still gonna be just as excited for next yeah. year. Last place disappointment. Last place is still gonna eat them fucking blazing wings. Yeah, ours is doing a combine. Nice. All right. On to some uh, love it or loathe it. Let's wrap it up. Oh, is Will by the way? Oh really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's funny. He was like, "No, I'm doing the stand up. Like, I get to choose my um, punishment. And if you don't know, you don't know Will as well as I do. Like, for him to do the stand up would be like a reward for him. He would just eat it up. He'd think it's so funny. Um, so I was like, dude, fuck you. Like, you're a loser. Losers yeah, it's don't like, that's get not to the choose. Point. Yeah. Like, it's like it's called a fantasy punishment. You would enjoy that. All right. Yeah, uh, do you want to go first? Uh yeah, I'll take the first three. All right, so um, Ken Rosenthal fired by MLB Network for criticism over Rob Manfred. Yeah, so I'm going to loathe this one and loathe it with a passion. I think this is just a, a sign of Rob Manfred being a massive pussy, can't take any criticism. I don't know if he has any direct ties with MLB Network, but I'm sure he can fiddle around and do his thing. I just... I think it's stupid. I mean, Ken Rosenthal is one of the best in baseball. Like, he's one of the best to it's do it. It's a big name. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's a big, big name. name. Yeah. So, I thought that was nuts just over a little bit of criticism. Like, he didn't even say anything that crude or outlandish. It wasn't that bad. So, uh, did you see what uh, David Aldridge said, too? Uh-uh. He was like, yeah, when I worked for NBA.com, like, when I wrote something that David Stern didn't like, um, he would call me up and cuss me out but he would never go to my employer and try and get me fired i was like damn i'm david stern was also pretty hated i feel like he was but you know he wasn't a bitch like rob manfred like yeah definitely not as big as one at least um so caleb williams enters the transfer porter portal dylan gabriel switches from ucla to ou hours after all right i love this just mostly because it's kind of chaotic most people saw this coming after Lincoln Riley left. Caleb Williams was bound to leave. I feel like he's going to go to um, kind of like USC. I feel like he's going to go to USC, join up with Lincoln again. But 
there are rumors that he's being crystal balled to Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin and our boy Zach Evans at TCU, which that would be a nasty team. Um, but I do also love the fact that Dylan Gabriel, he literally was just like, all right, fuck that. I'm going to OU. Like the day his classes started, like he woke up, was supposed to go to class, and then hours beforehand was like, oh, Caleb Williams is transferring? Fuck yeah, I'm going to go play for Oklahoma. Like, I just think it's kind of funny. But at the same time, college football now. At the same time, I would much rather live and study in beautiful Los Angeles than Norman, Oklahoma. Like, what? I don't know. But I mean, football decisions, business decision. True. Uh, Josh Giddy, youngest player in NBA history to record a triple double. I love it. I, it was against the Mavs the other night. They, I think they pretty sure they lost the game, uh, but he had, I forget the exact stats. It was like 17 rebounds, 14 assists, 13 points, something like that. But I mean, this dude isn't even 20 years old yet and he's dropping triple doubles, which is really good for my uh, Josh Giddy rookie of the year ticket. So we're riding on that also just cause I like his TikToks. So love that. All right. On to you. First thing we got is Baker Mayfield to have season-ending shoulder surgery. Uh, I loathe it. You should have got that shit done like week two or three. Yeah. He's literally played – I mean, Baker's been bad this year, but he's not that bad of a quarterback, I think, in the long term. And I think a lot of that had to deal with that shoulder injury. It is interesting to think, like, how much that could have affected him. But I'm I'm kind of a Baker hater, but – He had to have that harness – on his shoulder all year to keep it from popping out of place for the whole season. Fair point. I didn't really That's notice him ever wearing that or anything though. No, it was, it was there. It was like that big old Velcro thing on his left shoulder. So. All right. Las Vegas Raiders cornerback, Nate Hobbs arrested for DUI. Oh boy. I loathe it. What the hell is going on in Las Vegas? Is there, does Uber not exist there? Or their team drivers? Like, what the fuck? They exist in Tampa know. Bay because Antonio got one. I don't, I don't know, know, but I think that's pretty ridiculous Yeah, how one team can do that. But, yeah. So many times. Like, after yeah. literally seeing it happen so many times. All right. Anyway, though, last but not least, Dirk Nowinski recently said when he needed to get motivated, he would think Kobe or Tim Duncan aren't sleeping in. I love it. That's sick. That's kind of that is sick, yeah. You you do have to tell yourself some stuff like that when you're getting up at 4 a.m. trying to go to the gym. I can attest that personally because I've tried it. Doesn't work every every morning, but you'll find the shit to tell yourself, and that's that's. I, I also think that was sick too because that's just like Kobe was driving people mama mentality that didn't even want to. So yeah, huh. yeah, cool. That's cool. the mindset I need to start having, bro. Just to get out and start doing productive work and shit yeah just get out of bed all right i'm it'll be back to normal once semester starts i'm just Mm -hmm. in la la land right now Alrighty, though that's gonna be it though for this episode weird that this is the first episode of 2022 it's almost been a full year since the podcast has been up and running we are definitely gonna do some sort of one year special when that time comes yeah Uh, we have the the date that we first aired I believe January 22nd. I could be wrong, but I believe it's around there, at least somewhere around there, give or take like four days. Okay. But anyway, we'll have something planned for then. But for now, as always, thanks to those that tuned in. This will be up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that jazz. 
Um, it, was a, it was a hectic weekend of sports. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, and hopefully there's more on Thursday. There probably will be with the pace that we're going at right now. Great time to be a sports fan. A lot of big time games. Except for it's sad that college football's over. That's that's tough. Well, we got the natty. We'll get there when we get there. But anyways, thanks for listening. And we will see y'all on Thursday.